Welcome back to our second official episode of Teen Mom and a Dropout. A third? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to, <laughs> to our third. <laughs> to our third official episode of Teen Mom and a Dropout. Um, I got confused because we just had our launch day, mm-hmm. and that was such a huge success. I know. That honestly... I'm... Thank you to everyone who watched us. Absolutely. We, that was just such an unreal feeling, like really seeing it finally come to life and, and like just, how much people enjoyed it. Yes. And like the fact that people actually sat through and listened to us just talk. Yeah, honestly. Thanks for I know. listening to us ramble. <laughs> but we have another very controversial topic today and I'm so excited to get into it. I'm pretty excited as well. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about how America is a poison in and of itself. America is poisoning us from the inside and out, from our bodies to our minds. Um, And it's all kind of just this whole profit scheme. Um, No, literally, it's just so they can make more money or save money. So let's just jump in. We have some good points. Let's, Let's get into it. What what do you even want to start with? There's just there's just so much poison to choose from. <laughs> just, where do we even start? Okay, so crazy enough, we're sitting here talking about how America's poisoning us, and this girl posted on Snapchat, she was like, if you have three minutes of your day, like go and watch this. And so I watched the video and it was this lady talking about the secret covenant with uh like John B. Rockefeller, I think his name is, which is like one of the richest men in America. And um, it's basically just his secret covenant and, like, what he wrote about it and, like, all the rules and everything that they planned to do with it. And I was reading through it because I went and found it after I watched the video. And it's just everything that it's talking about is literally everything we're we're talking about. Right. Like, it's, word it almost. ties directly into all of our points. And it's just, that's kind of cray-cray. So... I highlighted some of it. We will post it down if you want to go read it for yourself, the whole thing. But I just highlighted some of the main points. Um, It says, our goal will be accomplished one drop at a time so as to never bring up suspicion upon ourselves. This will also prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. And that's just something we were talking about, like, with the train derailments that happened in Ohio. Like, yes, literally seeped poisons into the atmosphere into the ground into the, the soil into the water into everything and once it happened the only place i saw people talking about it was on tiktok and mm-hmm. then from there the only like um officials and advisors that i've seen are people saying like oh don't worry about it it's safe like yeah the drinking water's safe the atmosphere is safe Literally. and you did a lot of research on that so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you take the floor i know i was reading this one article and you saying like they're literally just here telling us they're safe it says um alan h shaw he appeared before a senate committee and all he had to say was that he was deeply sorry for the impact that it had like affected on the East Palestine residents, but he insisted that the air is safe to breathe and the water is safe to drink. Right. But he had no proof. It See, was just, oh yeah, I'm in charge. Listen to me. Everything's right. good. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect. <laughs> because I'm telling you it is. Yeah. And I don't have any proof. I don't have any 
reasoning or science behind it, but I'm going to tell you that it's safe and you're just going to have to believe me because what can you do about it? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about specifically the um, chemicals and stuff in Ohio and mm-hmm. the, caused from the train derailment. But honestly, these same ideologies like can be transferred to any of the points that we're about to get to. But specifically with the train derailment, it's like, I'll let you get back into some of the like chemicals mm-hmm. and stuff that were released because... You were telling me these things, and I was so shocked how they could ever even have the audacity to say that any Mm -hmm. of this is just safe to live through. Yeah, and and it's like, how are you going to sit there and tell these people it's safe when you have literally no way of knowing the long-term effect that it's going to have on these people? Right. Like, you're just talking out your ass right now and trying to... I mean, I guess you're trying to make them feel better, but it's like you're just lying to them. Straight to their faces. And um, so some of the chemicals that were on the train where I'm going to butcher these words, but I'll try. Um, I'll show you so you can maybe help me. Yeah, I'll put them on the screen, too. Yeah. Um, but... What? Butyl acrylate? Or... Uh, <laughs> acrylate? Okay, first of all, if you can't even say the name of these Yeah, no, things, literally. I'm, I'm actually... I'm just not even going to try. We're I'll, just going to... We'll put them up on the board for you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to bring our whiteboard back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, pretty much all of the... Like, common things they had in... All the things they had in common were, like, they irritate the skin, the eyes, respiratory tract system, um, leave you with headaches, whatever, whatever. But one that really got me, it's called vinyl chloride. Uh, It says, vinyl chloride, for example, the chemical that was carried in five of the cars can cause toxic fumes made up of new compounds like carbon monoxide, hydrogen chloride, and phosgene, and a substance classified... Or... A substance classified as a lethal chemical weapon in World War One, <laughs> And it's like, so you're going to sit here and tell me that the air is safe to breathe after you burned those chemicals, turned them into the toxic fumes they're talking about that were used as lethal weapons. In World War One, <laughs> And it's like... It said burning vinyl chloride can also produce dioxins, which are known to cause cancer, infertility, type 2 diabetes, and ischemic heart disease and immune disorders. I don't know if that's how you say that, but like, that's just interesting too. Like saying all the things it's going to cause because back to the, uh, secret covenant, let me find where I highlighted it. The poison will be hidden in everything that surrounds them and what they eat, drink, breathe, wear. Um, we will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak while pretending to do the opposite. Right. So, so exactly like they're, these chemicals are now in their soil and their water and the, the air, air like and yeah it's been you know some time since then but it's like it's still there like, these effects are going to be super long lasting like the yeah. people like you're going to be breathing in this stuff eating drinking this stuff and you're not you may not notice an immediate reaction but 10 20 years down the line when you and your family how have like cancer <laughs> or like infertility issues mm-hmm. it's like it all comes back to all of these chemicals that you're just consuming. Yeah, exactly. And it's like... And then the <laughs> part where it says like they're pretending um, to tell you otherwise. And it's like literally it just goes back to all of the... The guy telling him, oh, everything's okay. Everything's fine. Everything's safe. And it's like, who are you? Yeah, literally. Who are you to tell me that I'm going to be okay? Like, why, then why aren't you over here drinking this water then? Like, mm-hmm. if it's so mm-hmm. safe, then why don't you come over here, live here for a while, and then tell me it's safe? Yeah. It's like, it makes me angry because the people who really are in effect are the people who can't 
just up and leave their homes like that in Ohio. It's like they can't just up and leave because it's a danger to them. Some people are just can't, they don't have that blessing. They can't afford yeah. it They or they have family ties there. Like for whatever reason, it's not just easy to up and leave somewhere because, oh, like this happened and mm-hmm. it's, it's like these people are stuck there. Yeah. And it's like another thing I saw was that um, agency said that the officials were testing everything that was on the train, but toxology experts say the chemical makeup of a spill changes over time as it ages and interacts with the atmosphere, the soil and the groundwater, creating copious news threats that cannot be easily profiled. And it's just like... Yeah. Like, those those chemicals are there now. Like, once it's released into the atmosphere, like... Isn't it, like, stuck there? Like, greenhouse gases and all, like, that effect and shit like that? Like I think so. I mean, I'm not, like... Yeah, I'm not an expert. I'm not a toxicologist here now. Right. But But I would assume so. Yeah, and And it's just, like, in the soil, like... All the foods you eat now. All the farm... Like, everything that's being farmed there. Some of the residents who live near where the spill happened Mm -hmm. um, are saying that they feel like things aren't being tested thoroughly enough. And they just don't feel safe there. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Yeah, it says, still, some experts have said that the authorities have not tested in enough places or for broad enough range of substances. Because when I was reading it, it was saying how, like, they were testing for, like, the really dangerous stuff. Like... Mm -hmm could kill you stuff right but it's like they weren't testing for the stuff that could just cause a reaction or cause you know something in the long run and so it's just like again back to how are you going to tell me it's safe when you're not even testing for everything you don't even know exactly what chemicals are here now yeah that is just crazy to me and then just again back to this covenant thing like like that's something that happened and they're so just trying to be so you're okay. Yeah. And it's like they do that in so many so things. So much. Like even the food we eat, the stuff we drink, the sh- stuff we watch. Like right. everything is poisoning our minds and bodies in some kind of way. And it's like the reason why it's so prevalent in America is because America is like capitalist central. And I hate to say that everything ties back into capitalism, but come on, like what doesn't at this mm-hmm. point? Like all of these companies, their end goal is to make a profit. And if you are in a healthy state of mind, healthy body, you're not going to be a profit to them at this yeah. point because they can't make money off of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we literally so, just saw that quote. It was like, right. a healed customer is a lost patient. Right. <laughs> a healed patient is a lost customer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it, though. <laughs> and then, not only that, this is like more conspiracy theory realm. Can you look up that movie, White Noise? Yes, I, I watched that on Netflix. Basically, it's like the whole time um, the authorities are telling people that it's like safe to go back, but obviously no one's believing that crap. And um, it literally like shows clips of like a train just like derailing and the chemicals just like spilling everywhere. Like it's crazy that this happened. And I'm going to have to fact check this, but I saw that it was filmed 30 minutes away from where the actual trade derailment in Ohio happened. Like, that is such... That's, like, a coincidence that's almost, like, unbelievable to yeah. be a coincidence. Where it's just, like, it's too uncanny. Like, right. there's... And, like, that just goes back to, like, the Secret Covenant thing I was saying, how they were, like, um, we're gonna do this one step at a time to, like, in minuscule amounts to so they don't notice. And it's, yeah. like, 
yeah, like you hear train derailment, you see this happening. If you're not, you know, obviously there, you're not directly affected, you're probably not going to think much more into it. And so it's like, but how many other things like that have happened that like we don't even know about or like we haven't been informed about because that's something I like personally, I would have never known about the train train derailment if it wasn't for like TikTok. And it's like, why is this not something that is being more talked about on everywhere there's like, like a national yeah event. literally well i also i just feel like right now in america there are way too many national events happening <laughs> it's like every other day it's just like a huge national crisis that without tiktok you're never going to be able to see all of it mm-hmm. um and that's it's just crazy that they are banning it in the u.s it's crazy but it's not unbelievable yeah it's crazy but it's predictable Mm -hmm. it's like because it's like when you think about it like when you watch like the videos of like them and senate and everything like they're saying they're doing it because they think that china is trying to steal our information this this, isn't this yada yada but it's like that's what they're telling us yeah but think about it like tiktok is one of like the quickest ways to spread mass information literally all over the world and get the masses on your side like no matter where you are mm-hmm. and it's they like that's something the government just has no control over like right. they literally they have no say in what's put on there they have no say in you know who views it like it's just it's there for anybody to see yep and you know with stuff like the derailment that you know i feel like they were tr- probably trying to keep on the dl they didn't want people freaking out about it knowing about it and you know, causing a big ruckus. Mm-hmm. They like they they can't stop that spread of information. Right. So I think to stop it, they're just gonna ban it, you which is what? crazy to me. It is so crazy that that's even like legal, and it's like the TikTok ban isn't even like the surface of it because it goes so much deeper. It's like the actual bill that they're trying to like pass is taking away so many First Amendment rights. It's like insane, and the fact that this is happening today. In 2023, in the land of the free. Literally. What happened to, what, what, for the people, by the people? Right. Where's my say in this? Right. Where is my representative saying, no, please don't take my TikTok? Right. <laughs> and um, I was going to say, it's crazy the day that we live in, and this age that you were saying how powerful TikTok is, because when all of the stuff was happening in Ukraine, tell me why I was getting videos on my For You page from actual Ukrainians going about their day-to-day life and showing how much they were like living in fear from like all of the you know like the war and stuff like that so the fact that we can see these things in real time and not have to read it in a history book or not have to see it on cnn or or fox news which we know are like paid to say yeah like right another ideology in the um uh covenant was Mm -hmm. the fact that like the two party systems like are putting them together you can read the actual quote because i don't remember let me see but the fact that the two party systems are made to go like against each other um and so you never get anything accomplished and we're always just fighting with each other i know it says we will establish their governments and establish opposites within the two-party system but we will own both sides right and so it's like like they know what they're doing because obviously like if enough people got mad enough about the same issues, the government could be overthrown. Yeah. But if when you create these two parties with such differing views, what are those parties ever going to come upon and agree upon? Yeah. Nothing. 
But if you own both of them, you know exactly what you're doing, you're playing your fields right, you're set. They're good. Right, because while the Americans and the, like, society are arguing about, um, like, abortion or no abortion or gun rights and, and whatnot or even small things like finances or whatever it is, while they're arguing about everything, the people who are on top are still profiting. Mm-hmm. And that is what America is all about. Is It's about profit. So for the TikTok thing, it's like a lot of these politicians are being paid by like Facebook and, and Meta and um, Google groups like that because they know that if they can take out the competition in America, that's a huge profit for them. And so what is it? It's like lobbying. It's like these um, social media groups, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. They're like lobbying these um, politicians paying them to vote certain ways that will like um affect the outcome of whether like tiktok is banned or not right Mm -hmm. and so just the fact that everything everything in america is run by money your health your body your family your everything your kids it's so scary and Mm -hmm. it gives me a lot of anxiety thinking about it as someone who has kids and has a family it is it's so terrifying I, i tell walker and i'm like i i can't live here for the rest of my life i i really can't because it's just, I feel like as every day goes on, it's just something new and new and worse and worse is going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're finally opening, or we're taking those fucking rose-colored those glasses. glasses off and seeing, oh shit, this is not the land of the free. This is like, like even like there's like, I feel like even the thoughts we think are our own are not our own. I mean, you've literally been conditioned from your entire life, raised on whatever people want you to believe. Mm-hmm. And it's not only, it's only until you start thinking for yourself, doing your own research, figuring out what you believe, when you can finally say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a free thinker. Like, you know, like you said, like- All right, guys, here's our little ad break for this episode. Um, my Instagram will be here. My TikTok will be here. Right, and then- my TikTok and Instagram are right here on the screen as well. Um, but more importantly, our, our podcast, podcast TikTok and Instagram. And Instagram yes. Um, I am so excited. Like we literally like spent the other day at a coffee shop getting like content ideas for mm-hmm. these podcast things and we are so excited. So make sure you're following us um, on these platforms um, and just thank you so much again for watching. Can't wait to have real ads, but (laughs) enjoy our annoying little self plugs. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think I kind of just should I just kind of read all the points I have highlighted, and then we can touch on like how each of our points tie into literally this whole thing. Right. Okay. So our goal to. Our goal will be to accomplish one drop at a time so that it never brings suspicion upon ourselves. This will also prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. We will work together and will always remain bound by blood and secrecy. Death will come to he who speak. We will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak while pretending to do the opposite. We will use our knowledge of science and technology in subtle ways so they will never see what is happening. We will use soft metals, aging accelerators, and sedatives, and food, water, also in the air. They will be blanketed by poisons everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds. We will promise to find a cure from our many fronts, yet we will feed them more poison. The poison will be hidden in everything that surrounds them, and what they drink, eat, breathe, and wear. 
We will teach them that poisons are good, with fun images and musical tones. We will start early on when their minds are young. We will target their children with what children love most, sweet things. (laughs) (laughs) When their teeth decay, we will fill them with metals, and we will kill their mind and steal their future. When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them sicker and cause other diseases which will create more medicine. They will grow depressed, slow, and obese, and they will come to us for help. We will give them more poison. I mean, it's, like, spelled out, like, right there. Right fucking in front of you. Let's take it, like, point by point and, Mm -hmm. like, talk about it. So one thing that, like, really just, like, catches my mind and my intention and how it says we will start early on with their minds when, like, when they're young. We will target children with what children love most, sweet things. Which is so crazy because we were literally just talking about, like, the foods in America and, like, all the artificial sweeteners and the dyes that they put in our food and just all this stuff and it's just like you know all the stuff that you would think is oh that's so yummy and that's so good and i love that is like literally poisoning you we were looking at that site of like all the banned foods in america or like banned american foods in other countries and it's like stuff like i'm just gonna read some of them right it's like ritz crackers twinkies gatorade gatorade yeah um Coffee creamer. Skittles. Skittles. Pork. Ground beef. Swiss rolls. And then this one kind of, she was talking about, um, it's this lady on Instagram, the natural minded mama. Um, she posts about like the dyes and like yellow five and, uh, red dye 40 mm-hmm, and how it's contributing to like your child's behavioral and other issues. Which is really interesting because I just watched a TikTok, um, or a TED talk. <laughs> God, I just watched a TED talk and it was coincidentally it was on TikTok mm-hmm. but I remember she was like either like a um, licensed nutritionist or something like that and she was saying how shocked she was that her seven-year-old was coming up to her and telling her that she, like he wanted to kill himself and all of these things all of these behavioral issues that she tied back to the foods that he was eating which included all of the like dyes and the sweeteners and the high fructose corn syrup and all of these things. And I just feel like it starts at such a young Mm -hmm. age because like you said, with all of the like sweeteners and the sweets, candies, chocolates, whatever, it's like from a mom, as a mom perspective, it's like, do I let my kid have these candies, these foods that are going to make him happy? Like at the end of the day, they taste great. Kids Mm -hmm. love them. Like, you know, um, but at the same time, I just have this intense guilt every time he's, every time Kai is eating something that I know has red dye 40 in it or artificial sweeteners, whatever it is. So like the other day he was eating like Cheetos and the whole time he's eating them, first of all, it's like getting all over him. Like his little <laughs> sticky fingers, his, it's literally everywhere. So it, it's right in your face. Yeah. Like, um, but the whole time he's eating it, I, I'm just thinking like, God, like he's just eating this whole bag of shit. Yeah. Just this whole just bag of junk that, poison. you know. Um, and my mom was very, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She was very, like, particular about the mm-hmm. foods that we eat. Um, so we were never allowed to have any of those sugar, uh, sugary cereals. We were never allowed to uh, go out to eat McDonald's. Like the only time that we would eat McDonald's is when I was with my dad occasionally, or when I started dating Walker is mm-hmm. when I started eating out at McDonald's and just 
that whole thing, I wish I understood at a younger age why. Because for me, I just thought like, oh, my mom's just kind of mean. Like, she's not letting me have mm-hmm. these things. When I was younger, yeah. as I was older, I was just like, okay, mom, like, whatever. Like, you know. But now, it's just like, I really wish I would have known yeah. ahead of time. Because, I mean, I was 20 years old and I had like these chronic illnesses. And I'm like, this is not normal for me. Um, I need to do something about it now. Like, mm-hmm. it was a huge, like, wake-up call. And, um, you know just the how much the food we eat impacts our lives and the ingredients in the food that we eat impacts our lives and it's so much bigger than just like oh you're eating a little bit too much sugar sweetheart you're, you know it, it's mm-hmm. so much bigger than that it's like with the it's, types of sugar that you're eating this mom on instagram was saying how like the dyes have no health benefit or nutritional benefit it's literally the only reason we have like dyes and artificial sugars in our food is because it makes it cheaper to make and it makes it last longer on the shelf. Yeah. And so it brings in more profit to yep. the people making it. And it's like, what's so crazy though, is that like other countries don't have those ingredients in their food. And, and it's, it's the like, same brands. Yeah. The exact same brands. Same like brands. she was talking specifically about like Kraft mac and cheese and like the yellow dye in it. And uh, she says like, it's the dye has been pulled since, but it was like, it was always being made without dye in Europe. So why is America putting dye in ours when it is nothing but... Let's spell it out. Capitalism. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And obviously they're putting the dyes in that's making your kids have the behavioral or the health issues, which is then you taking them to the doctor, getting these young kids on ADHD medicine because... Adderall. Like, what seven-year-old needs to be on Adderall? Like, okay... There probably are a case-by-case basis if your seven-year-old is on Adderall. I'm not trying to call you out. I really am not. I'm just saying the fact that it even gets to that point, like, because I'm not denying that ADHD is, like, a literal, like, brain, um, what's the word? Like, a Um, development issue. mm -hmm. I'll just say that. Whatever. But I'm just talking, we're just talking about when it's, um, like, a lot of the symptoms when it's caused by the foods that we're eating, that's when people are often wanting to, like, treat it, misdiagnose mm-hmm. it. Then these kids are labeled as kids with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder if there's, like, a rise in know. ADHD Maybe. kids, like, as of recently. Because, we could probably look it up. I mean, my little brother, um, he... I mean, his diet is pretty good for the most part. But, like I said, we live in America. Do you know how hard it is to get away from these foods when it's the only foods that we really have available, like mm-hmm. in, in Walmart and in the in the stores. So anyway, he's eating this stuff too, and I mean, he has um, or he had issues with just anger. Yeah, just anger. And I remember even as a toddler, my mom and I were um, trying to figure out like, why is he so angry at like three years old? Like, why is he having all of these? actual like anger issues and it's different from like tantrums you know i I know that but it it just we thought he'd grow out of it and it just didn't um and so finally you know my mom is like changing up his like diet and Mm -hmm. that's finally helping him with his you know behavioral things no it's literally insane um and my mom the main thing is my mom was like watching the amount of sugar that he has Mm -hmm. particularly high fructose corn syrup and so and all obviously all the dyes and whatnot but it's just the fact that doctors and, and people are so quick to just label someone and then put them on medication for mm-hmm. it. And the medication is like, I don't know. 
I'm not even trying to say that I don't believe in Western medication. I just don't believe it needs to be prescribed as much as, as it much is. As much as it is. Yeah, no. Because it's like, how many parents do you think are like, you know, seeing these issues in their kid and taking them to the doctor, getting this label put on them and thinking, okay, yeah, that's Problem what's wrong solved. with them. Like, yeah. Rather than, you know, them taking their child to the doctor, the doctor actually examining them and saying, oh, it might be because of this. And, you know, then you first changing your diet around to see right. if that fixes anything rather than just jumping straight to medication. Right. Because, like, I know not everything probably has a natural, like, fix, but there's a oh, lot there's more so things much. than we, like, think of that can be fixed naturally without these harmful I can chemicals give you a being great put into your body from me. Okay, so I um, found out that I have PCOS, and so I've been taking my like probiotics and some supplements for that. But the main thing to reduce my symptoms is my diet. Mm-hmm. So for two weeks straight, I cut out. Um, actually, I'm probably on like three and a half, almost four weeks now, Damn. and I cut out dairy processed sugar and gluten Mm -hmm. mainly because the gluten itself i think i just had like a little bit of an intolerance to it like i just get really bloated and whatnot but i remember like i would tell walker at the end of every single day like i am in so much pain i am so bloated like um (laughs) can i just go off on a like a little side story real quick okay speaking of bloated um I talked about this in a TikTok. I'll briefly touch about it. Tell me why I took a picture to show how bloated I was. I was butt naked, completely naked. Um, and then the next day I have this meeting with like a brand that I'm working with and I accidentally send the naked butt ass naked photo of myself bloated. <laughs> to this lady this poor lady anyway but that was i just thought about that like i was thinking like damn it's one of those like embarrassing moments that haunt you Mm -hmm. just just come back at the random times to remind you that you embarrassed yourself (laughs) but basically i was having like these super intense like abdominal pains i was like super constipated just all of these issues I changed up my diet. I shit you not. Well, I do shit because <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> See, my thing was that like um, a lot of most American foods do not have like any fiber in them, and if they do have fiber, it's barely any, if at mm. all, and it's not the right kinds of fiber. So by just doing more research about the type specific types of foods that I need and getting the whole foods that I need. So like, um, you know, let's say I I need some fiber. Let's just say I needed some like rice, like some whole grain rice or whatever. I'm looking at the ingredients and if there's anything other than just rice, rice, (laughs) it's just kind of like, I'm not going to eat that. Um, anyway, but back to fibers and stuff, but adding that to my diet, the next couple days, I was, like, pooping like normal again, <laughs> and my body was happy, and I was happy, and yeah. I literally had, like, a little poop log. I told Walker about it. Like, <laughs> and so then after a while, it just became, like, a normal thing for me, but I can't tell you how many months I was just having these intense, like, abdominal pains, bloating, swelling um, in my body because of the foods that I was eating and just the lifestyle in general. And so once I switched that around, not only like have I been losing weight, but that's not my ultimate goal right now. My ultimate goal was to literally get better so I could like walk again. That was my goal. And so after doing so much research 
the more you open your eyes, the more it's just like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, there's not really much I can do besides feed myself and my family and tell others. And that's kind of what we're here doing. Just yeah, trying to spread some awareness. But it's just like, and like it, and it's just also so hard that you were mentioned earlier that food and trying to get healthy food is just it makes it so much harder for people in like poverty because it's like why are the cheapest most affordable options so terrible for you whereas like you said you had to spend 15 dollars on a natural avocado oil yeah that's like I could go to McDonald's and get get two meals. Literally, like, I could. Well, feed. I don't know about inflation anymore. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but it's like still like even like with McDonald's, it's like if someone were to go there, you know, still to save money, you know, trying to if they were trying to eat better and get a salad from there, you know, rather than like a cheeseburger. Why is the salad like three times as much as a oh, burger? Right. And it's like this. This is rabbit food. Right. <laughs> I could go buy a head of lettuce for the same amount. Honestly, and... but if I'm really taking care of my, like, rabbits, I wouldn't feed them one of those cheeseburgers to, like... It would probably kill them. Right. It's probably made out of rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> JK, I love McDonald's, Honestly, but it is really no, bad for you. <laughs> okay, but I... Okay, since we're already on the topic of, like, food and mm-hmm. poverty, I wanted to go into some of the statistics for America and just, like... Um, the obesity epidemic in general. Mm-hmm. So did you know? <laughs> Fun fact. This is coming from the CDC as of 2023. Um, again, I will link the source in below. But over 41.9% of Americans are obese. Adults. American adults are obese. That is 101 million <laughs> obese adults in America. And for children... Which, this is the part that really gets me, because these children are, like, set up to fail in the first place. Mm -hmm. But it is 19.7% of children. That is 20% of American children, right off the bat, are obese. To why... Some of them are, like, my ideas as to, like, why there's so much obesity in America. And then some of them are, like, actually, like, proven facts. And so I will list them. Like like we said, we'll, we'll list them. But... So I wrote down, why is obesity so prevalent in America? First of all, there is no nutritional health in, like, the American, like, public school system. At least for the one that I did. We have, like, one health class, and I feel like I didn't learn anything in that class other than, like, oh, girls get periods and Mm -hmm. men have wet dreams, or, like, boys have wet dreams sometimes. Like, I don't know. And that... And it's like we had a health class in what, like, 7th or 8th grade? Yeah. And it was for half a semester. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> personal experience, we didn't have the best, like, like information and knowledge about food in general and how it impacts your bodies. I mean, the only thing that I can even think of is, like, I took, um, like, AP Bio and, and we learned about, like, the chemicals and stuff and, like, your compounds in your body and whatnot like that's different but that's because i chose that class it's like not a standard curriculum that there's just like no knowledge in america like growing up for these kids to learn actual real um nutritional facts and then on top of that you go on social media and you see a million differing opposing sites about what nutrition and and health actually is Mm -hmm. um and it's so confusing it's so overwhelming 
when I feel like it doesn't have to be. Like, why are there so many different sources telling me that, um, oh, red meat's going to kill me, and then actually you need you need some in your diet? Or it's like, why are there so many different opposing sides mm-hmm. when I'm just trying to f- figure out what's best for me? And, and it's hard to do that. Um, another point I have is um, this is going to go along with exactly what you said about why there is so much red 40 and um, the yellow dyes in our food is because it's cheaper and it makes it last longer. Well, that's the same thing with high fructose corn syrup. I mean, in America, just look at your food in your pantry. I'm so serious. It's It's in everything. It's in your bread. It's in your cereals. It's in your drinks. Like lemonade, soda. It's in everything that you eat. And like even stuff that you wouldn't think to be sweet. Oh, right. It's just like, why why is this in here? And it's literally just so they can keep it on the shelves longer. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and every well like I, i'm just gonna compare it to europe but um in europe in their sodas they use cane sugar mm-hmm. instead of actual high fructose corn syrup and it's just like so much better and i mean you know sugar sugar and that's a whole other discussion mm-hmm. um but like, it's like if there's better alternatives why don't we have them yet right if they have the ability to make it better for us why are we still getting poisoned? Mm. Like, that's just what I can't wrap my head around. <laughs> no, it, it's so true. But it's because it's their plan. The secret covenant told us all. <laughs> right. It, it's all about money, like, unfortunately. Yeah, because the guy who wrote that, like I said, he he was the richest man in America. And right. it was him looking for ways to stay rich and get richer. And it's just like... And it's so evil. Why Why at my expense? Why at our expense? You know? I'm just I'm just here trying to survive, bro. Why are you making it so hard for me? Like, all the exterior factors are always so much, but now you're telling me I have to worry about everything? everything. You're telling me I need to download that food app we were talking oh about God, and just yes. go, like, when I go grocery shopping, literally just scan Standing before it. I buy. But the problem with that is everything you scan is bad. It's like yep. even the organic stuff that you think is good that, you know, they're labeling it non-GMO, non, no preservatives, no this, no that. You scan it and it's like, oh, but it's still going to give you cancer. Right. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, um, with that, it's also like the stores that you go to. So I went to Natural Grocers the other day mm-hmm. and tell me why I think I maybe got 10 items in my it was like over 90 bucks like and i didn't even have enough for a week it wasn't it was barely enough for half Ooh. of a week and it, it just goes again with how expensive it is to actually eat whole foods and good foods in america mm-hmm. um and so when you go to walmart and you're scanning these things and you see all of the greenwashing packages and it's like, it's all done on purpose. Mm-hmm. But what were you we saying earlier? Like color theory? Like you see these, you know, green products and it's like, oh, healthy, green, healthy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they put the USDA or whatever label on it right. showing that it's organic. But like I said, it's still just, there's still shit in it. Like, why are they flying planes over our crops and just spraying oh, no, them seriously. with pesticides to get them to grow faster you know do this this or this and it's like 
just the way we mass produce food here and like don't even get me started on like chickens the chickens and, cows and, the and stuff and oh my god it is awful like, why we gotta do why can't we just let chickens be chickens and just you know eat them also another thing is the eggs that come from chicken in general so like um first of all the whole egg market <laughs> me literally just like um, stay home mom I do my grocery orders mm-hmm. all the time so it's like I know the price of things so when I tell you I would watch egg prices like I would watch like the stock market <laughs> literally because why'd they go from like two ninety seven to like eight ninety nine? no literally but anyway I, I was just gonna say that I start to look at the different like types of eggs and the labels and, and all of that stuff and so you you'll see the like cage free eggs and you're thinking like oh this is like better it's more humane it's more expensive but I might as well because if it's going to a good cause like I, mm-hmm. I want my money to go somewhere better right no cage free <laughs> they cage free because they can't move nowhere because their legs are broken exactly <laughs> and not only that but with the cage free it's like they stuff these chickens to where they don't even have any like wiggle room to mm-hmm. like move around if they could move around yeah and um that's what they mean by cage free however if it's just like a normal box of eggs you can almost guarantee that these chickens are literally in this like little square cage that they'll be in for the rest of their lives just laying eggs and like whatnot so when you're when you are looking for eggs definitely look for like free range um on the box however those fucking eggs are like eight to nine dollars and i mean our our family i mean we have a family of three we go through eggs like all the Mm -hmm. time um and i can't be i can't afford to pay that all the time for eggs and so that's another thing that it just sucks because what am i gonna do i know it's just that constant cycle of you know do i want to get the most bang for my buck or do i want to die of cancer and be able to like pay rent yeah literally (laughs) good eggs long life bad eggs dead (laughs) that's it you know to have the facts and to have the knowledge of what you're putting into your body like you have to look so deep into and just Mm -hmm to have the facts of what's going around you you have to look so deep into because it's like you can't believe what's on the surface level anymore no you have to open your eyes at some point um and so we are here to help you do that i'm serious like your body is such a temple it's the only body that you get especially like as mom or if you have a family it's like you have you you're gonna want to do anything to protect that family make sure that everyone's happy healthy loved and so you really have to do your research you have to pay attention to what you're eating and if you can start by just making like simple swaps that, you mm-hmm. know like that oil it was 15 bucks but it's probably gonna last me like a good month yeah. you know and so it's like i'd rather do that than keep having to spend the same like five dollars on a canola oil and you know whatever it's like mm-hmm. I would say it's definitely worth it to do your own research, to look it up, to to make sure that you what you're putting in your body is something that's going to nourish and um, and help you along the way, and, and not cause you to have all of these serious health conditions. As someone who had all of these serious mm. health conditions, um, but yeah, and it's like I just wish it was easier for us. I really do because I know, like me personally, I'm one of those people who just lacks motivation so hard. And so it's like, I can know something will be good for me, or I can know something will be bad for me, but it's like, 
I just, do I want to go through the work to fix it for myself? I know I should, but like, do I really want to? And like, that's something I struggle so hard with. And it's just like, I just wish so much that it was just the slightest bit easier to be able to. Because here's the thing, feeding yourself and feeding a family is not easy. And I will stand by this forever because I do it all the time. Not only do I have to sit there and um, plan our meals, what we're going to have, I have to make sure these meals have proteins, carbs, that, that have veggies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have to make sure that we're getting our nutrients in. Get then the food pyramid. Right. And then I have to um, order those groceries. Um, I have to plan out all of the meals that we're going to have. I have to order those groceries. I have to pick out each ingredient, make sure like each item I'm ordering is something that's mm-hmm. going to be good for our bodies. Then I have to come home, put those groceries up. I have to make those meals all throughout the week, three meals a day for our family. It is so hard. And especially if like the reason why I'm able even to do that is because I work from home. Mm-hmm. Not, I can't like, no, like not a lot of people get to do that. Not a lot of people have time to do that. That's another thing that is like cap- great good old capitalist yeah. America. Everyone has jobs. Everyone, like, doesn't have time to just sit here and make a meal for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and then eat it. Like, not everyone has the time for that. So when I tell you that, like, preparing meals, getting everything going and cooking them, it's so much harder than you would think. Because, I mean, it just sounds like, you know, go go eat some vegetables, right? Like, it's just not that simple Mm -hmm. at all. And I, I feel like we all need to just be a little more, like, lenient with each other with ourselves because it's really not hard i mean it's really not easy yeah i'm trying to say yeah but i guess also i guess kind of coming off of the whole food topic because like we said we're being (laughs) poisoned in every aspect of life i feel like um you were talking about like um the pharmaceutical companies and stuff and how like how like how we were saying um these dyes kind of dot or go directly correlate with um like doctors and medications because it's like you see these behavioral issues and they're you know getting put on these medications and that's something i like i did a whole research essay about it in high school about how um if doctors actually have the ability to like turn their patients into opioid addicts because like you said it's all about capitalism it's all about making profit and so you know they'll have patients coming in with these issues and like i said instead of looking deeper they just here you go, here's a prescription. And it's like that with so many situations. And it's like, how many of those situations could be fixed by just, like I said, a simple switch of a routine? Mm -hmm. Like my mom growing up, she, we got into like a car accident. And so she went to the doctor and she got like pain meds for it. And then she was also on like anxiety meds. And then she went to another doctor and got the same pills. And then she went to another doctor and got the same pills. And like very close time frames apart and you would think that you know they would i don't recognize that recognize or see or just anything like oh this woman has gotten this prescription multiple times or like just ask her maybe like just do any kind of digging to see if she really needs these pills or not but no they're so concerned on making money that just she would go in they would write the prescription she'd be on her merry way to the next one yeah and it was like she would have like five months worth of medication at one time and it's like there's no there's no reason like the pharmacies didn't catch this the doctors didn't catch this like no one caught this we are just letting it happen you know 
It's like the doctors might not have caught it because it's. It's I don't like know, obviously then, she could lie and be like, "Oh no, I've never gotten these," right. and like I don't know how a doctor would check but, into another doctor's office. Pharmacy to pick yeah. up things. Yeah, and she was getting her pills from all the same pharmacy. Right. So it's like, how did that not raise a concern? You know. And it's like, it's so sad at the end of the day because I mean, these aren't hypothetical situations. You were literally saying like your mom's addiction to all of these things have caused so much like trauma in your family yeah just... like i i don't i literally i literally don't even have a mother anymore right and it's like she's even if she was still in my life she is literally so far gone from all the pills and all the stuff that she's put into her body that she she literally just is not even my mother anymore like she's just, just really a completely sad. different person but at the end of the day it's still not fair yeah it's really not fair and it's like it's crazy to think like what if like what if someone did catch it would she have gone down as far as she went down you know and it's just all the what ifs make it even crazier and it's like and those are what ifs that are in so many occurrences with these doctors you know like there's just there's just so much i feel like they could be doing that they're not because it's just it's easier for them to make a profit right and like we were talking about um i had seen a tiktok and it was of this guy who he had like twin daughters right and one of them had developed a tumor on her brain and the doctors were like you know we can go through with all the treatment we can do everything that you know we have to do but she's gonna die probably within a month but obviously you know that's your child you love them you want to do everything everything. for them yeah and so they went through with the chemo they did everything they could trying to help their little girl and um eventually like they decided to take a different route they were like okay you know this isn't really doing anything for us let's see what else we can do and so they got um dr bruinski he had like made a book talking about um a way to cure cancer that was like completely like holistic yeah and um so they started using his practices and they were like after so many months she was completely cancer free and then um they put her back on the I don't remember what the word was, but it was like whatever the like the doctor doctors were giving her, they put her back on that and she her brain had completely formed with cancer all over again. <sighs> put her back on Dr. Bruinsky's whatever and gone. Gone. Tumor gone. And it's just she literally like became cancer free, survived cancer, beat cancer, and it was like that he said out of fifty two people like with the cancer she had, she was the only one who died cancer free. Because they used whatever was in that book. And she wind up eventually dying from uh, neurological neurological necrosis, which her brain literally fell apart in her skull. She had second degree burns on her head. Her hair never grew back. Her brain fell apart in her head because of the the chemo. And the doctors actually told her father, uh, like, they advised against the practice that he was practicing at home. They were mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, like, we, I probably wouldn't do that if I were you. Right. But that's what made her cancer-free. And what killed her is what the doctors were doing to her. Right. And it's like, that is just so crazy. And the- then we literally looked the book up on Amazon. So I was <laughs> oh like, my gosh. I was like, I want to see, because I had thought I had heard something about, like, the book being banned, but right. it wasn't. And so I look it up on Amazon. if you would like to read the book, own the book, 
with these practices in it that cured this man's daughter. Yeah. $985. And what, for a book. And what does that fucking say about... No, right. <laughs> Seriously. And it was like... I was reading more into it, and it was like, Dr. Bruinski literally, like, he found a cure for cancer. He saw, and he researched, and he saw that, you know, the people with illnesses that were labeled as undiagnosable, he saw that they were lacking something that these healthy people had, and so he took that element from the healthy people and gave it to the cancer patients, and they were fine. Right. He said, I I don't remember exactly how many, but he cured, like, multiple people who were labeled as incurable. Right. It's like the proof is in the pudding right there, right there in front of you. And just the fact that that book is $985. Yeah, it's right there in front of you for $985, like on Amazon. Oh Mm. my God. And I don't know. It's because like if they got to make a profit somehow. So Mm -hmm. if you want to take a more holistic approach, they still got to get their money. Yeah. It's like, it just really sucks. But with all of that, even that tragic story, um, one of the root causes is just big pharma and the pharmaceutical company or companies in the U.S. in general. So I did some research on it because, you know, I can I see all these posts everywhere that saying like, oh, these pharmaceutical companies are evil. Like they are literally just greedy, money hungry, like mm. powerhouses. Um, so I wanted to like look into it, and um, what I found was that they are literally greedy, hungry powerhouses. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was reading this quote from a book called Pharma. I think I can't remember, but I will literally I'll link it again. Hmm. But the quote was saying that the um, highly addictive nature of the pharmaceutical products, coupled with no government oversight is always going to be good for sales. And I mean, that it's just so true. The fact that healthcare in America is run by these independent um, companies that are controlling what you take, how much you take, why you're taking them. Um, and I mean, I even have personal experience with that. You and your family, your mom has personal experience with that. Just how much these opioids can really affect and damage you and those around you. So basically, um, if you don't know what big pharma is, because I, I always hear that like label. Um, so I just wanted to get the definition. It's mm-hmm. just big pharma is an abbreviation for all of the U.S.'s major pharmaceutical industries. So um, I think it's made up of like six of the largest U.S. pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. And that is what I'm referencing when I say like big pharma. So Big Pharma in 2014 grossed over $1 trillion. And I know 2014 was a while ago, but these... But for $1 trillion in 2014? Right. Imagine in 2023. And the reason why it's, like, so backdated is because, like, these companies are very, like, secretive with their money. And it's hard to do, like... Have current updates. Yeah, current updates, like, visible access to these numbers. Mm -hmm. So... But $1 trillion that they grossed in income, even crazier, there was a 10 to $12 billion um, lawsuit against the federal government and Johnson & Johnson's company about the opioid epidemic. And I got to do more research into that because mm-hmm. I was just like, well, what was their part in that? Yeah. Like, why is that such a huge settlement? Like, what did they do? Literally. And that's crazy because 
when you think Johnson and Johnsons, I'm thinking oh my gosh. the baby soap commercial, right. baby right. powder, the baby lotion, bath soap. What the hell they got to do with opioids? <laughs> right? It's like that one guy. <laughs> it's like I love Lady Gaga. What the fuck she got to do with opioids? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, literally just um, they're always in these like shady lawsuits they have so much power in america because if you're sick Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do when you have nowhere to turn and you need medicine and you're dying that's what they so i just feel like the ethics of these pharmaceutical companies to literally like leech off of Mm -hmm. americans like sick americans um getting every penny that they can charging 300 dollars for insulin Mm -hmm. um and just prescribing all these pills it's this whole evil system literally what the fucking secret covenant said when it was literally like we're going to poison them and keep poisoning them so they come for us to help and then we're going to give them medication and poison them more (laughs) and it's like what why am i in a constant poison cycle right no um it's so it's so true um I had transverse myelitis, and the way the reason why I say had is because like I still have it, but my symptoms I have greatly reduced. I mean, like I'm literally up and walking. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like you know that's that's amazing. And so um, I once I was diagnosed, and once I found out that I had it, I literally have this medicine cabinet in my laundry room full of these prescription opioid drugs and for the probably first two months of me getting diagnosed with this illness i just did what my doctors told me i took these pills i was seeing no results i was like getting so discouraged my mental health was at an all-time low and i was just doing what they were telling me to do i was just just taking these medications like because i was in so much pain and it's like why and it's like, I think that's a big issue. Like, not to say that you were following blindly, but like, uh, I mean. I'm literally 20 years old and like. It's like, they're supposed to be the people to tell you how to make you better. And so right. obviously I'm going to listen to them. I, I should trust them. You know, they went to school for this. They know about this. I didn't, I don't know about Especially this. Especially when it's like teams and teams mm-hmm. and teams of older people all telling you the same thing that you need to be taking these medications. You need to be like on, I, I was on steroids. I, I was like pumped with pain medications and it never solved any of the root issues that I had and it wasn't until I started doing my own research until one day I was just meditating and it was really powerful Mm -hmm. and I was just going over all of the things in my life that I felt like were not doing me justice anymore and I was like okay all of these prescription pills that I'm just taking just popping them like candy just in my drawer, I get them refilled. I'm just taking these things. What's in them? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm taking? Why is it like causing all this pain to go away? But then when I when it starts to wean off, I'm feeling the pain like ten times more intensely than I was earlier. Um, going like back and forth and doing some research, I stopped taking these pills. And for the first week or so, I mean, I was like, it's sad and I'm about to tear up a little bit because I never talk about it because it's just like really embarrassing for me. But like, I would literally just be in the kitchen, like, or playing with Kai and I would literally fall down, like collapse and like, just all of a sudden just in pain. And I mean, it, I just didn't know what was happening. I didn't know. Anyway, sorry. I just, it, it's a little bit like, 
Thank you. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's hard because I went through something so traumatic at such a young age and I didn't know. I'm sitting here and I did so much healing and so much inner work. Like I'm not about to cry because like I, I think about it, but I don't really sit and think about it. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was able to like get out of this cycle. Yeah. yeah I mean, you really like you a whole 180. 360. No, seriously. Like, 360 no scope. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I'm just like so proud of myself and like, Shout out to Walker and even Kai because, like, when I tell you how much of a difference it makes having a supportive partner that also is, like, on the same kind of, like, beliefs as, as you. If I didn't have that, then I, I don't know where I'd be right now, but I'm it wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know? And so, just from personal experience, it is so hard to get out of. And it takes so much. It takes a great support system. It takes knowledge, first of all. Yeah. Knowledge, a great support system, and a plan, an action, motivation. And um, one good thing, though, that I will say is that when you start to take positive, um, like, steps in your life, it kind of, like, domino effects into other positive effects of your life. Once I started cutting out the refined sugar, though, I started noticing my behavior changing, my my, my mood changing, my... Um, my mental clarity it's it's yeah. like it's like more at peace um i'm able to sit through and like think through more things and think like thoroughly about you know things like that and i don't i don't feel constantly overwhelmed with emotions and stuff like that and that um, brain fog is a the brain fog such a real thing yeah it gets to a point where it's like how much of this is like the things that i'm on like my actions like how much of this is really my actions and how much of it is the opioid making me do right at least for me sometimes i would literally gaslight myself yeah and that doesn't help anything i would literally just be like oh i'm like it's i don't know why i can't just like remember things like uh, like i literally hated that so much about mm-hmm. myself I'd, I'd be in the middle of a sentence and i would just blank forget just yeah forget and it hasn't gone away i still do that sometimes but Same. when i tell you it's gotten so much better mm-hmm. maybe i i really need to get on your journey because well, i'm thinking about like posting more videos about it mm-hmm. especially the food thing and like the food for healing mm-hmm. did you know that imagine. your micro gut biome causes so much of your like mental illnesses and, and stuff like that it's crazy no it is so crazy and it's like uh again is it all comes down to the, like the research mm-hmm. you do but for me it started out with me wanting to heal my gut and then it literally snowballed effect into all of these other great outcomes that happen as a result of me changing my diet mm-hmm. So, I mean, absolutely, like, I, I would totally recommend, but that I'm not going to lie and say that's not hard. Yeah. But it's definitely, I, I just need to do it. I need to do it. I need to just take care of myself because I already do too many other things to my body that probably aren't good. Like, I need to fix what I can, you know? <laughs> and I mean, doing that is what I really, truly mean by self-care. I don't know. It's just like, whenever I think of self-care, you think of, like, bubble baths spa days mm-hmm. you know let whatever. me treat myself but no self-care is making sure that you're gonna live a long happy beautiful life mm-hmm. um and it starts with your food and diet what you put into your body and then by doing that it's like it it also like manifests outwardly so for the past literally few months like i've had so many people just complimenting me telling me i look like 
happy, healthy, and that's so, so, it goes, like, such a long way Mm -hmm. to actually be doing something and then to see, like, results. Because, like, once you start feeling bitter in your body, Mm -hmm. it's literally just what you put out into the world. It's how people see you. The way you see yourself is how people are pretty much going to see you. Right. And and you don't have a lot of control over that. But, like, kind of, you kind of understand what I'm saying. It's Mm -hmm. like a whole energy vibe type of thing. Yeah. Also, I don't know if it's a fact or not, but talking of big pharma... Did you happen to see how apparently Kobe Bryant, he was like in a lawsuit or something over some like energized or like energy laced pills that they were having and he got in that plane crash and died three days before he was supposed to go to court. Hmm. 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 Scary. (laughs) What's that one TikTok sound? Um, Like if... If you think the government wouldn't do it, you're wrong or right. something. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Or I was thinking of the one that's like, hmm, haha, like what is it? Funny, oh, but hmm, funny, yes, but not funny, haha, funny, funny, weird. <laughs> yeah, pretty much funny, weird as fuck. Like and again, back to the fucking the the the, the what is covenant. it called? Yeah, the covenant. He who speaks shall die. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not saying it's a coincidence, but... So, what I'm thinking about the covenant, like, I don't know... I mean, if it is written by, like, the actual, like, Rockefellers themselves, that is pretty damn spot on. What I think it sounds like, it might be, like, someone who wrote it, mm-hmm. like, as them or something like that. I don't know. But if it is written by them, that is the most scary shit that I've ever seen in my life it just reminds me of like the illuminati and stuff and like how it said like we will use people who like who you look up to to like do our task or whatever and it's like when you think about it like influencers have such an influence on us right on what we do what we buy like Mm -hmm. and so obviously you know if i were to see i don't know harry styles like promoting something i would probably be like Oh, yeah, like, that might be kind of cool, but it's, like, who's to say? Because I did see that. I think Harry Styles was seeing the Illuminati. I forget what he was part of, but I saw that. I know y'all saw that list on Twitter. Yeah. Wasn't Beyonce, like, the secretary or something? (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, these are people that, like, you grow up to love. Like, I've liked Harry Styles since, you know, One Direction. Right. When I was 11 years old. And it's, like, I'm almost 21 now. That's 10 years of... Liking this man. this man. Yeah, loving this man. <laughs> so Is he really going to sell me like... something that's going to kill me? Like, it's scary might. that they have that ability. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a, like, goofy man to me. I don't know. He's so funny. Yeah, He's he might so... not be the best example. I don't know if he would sell me something to kill me, but... <laughs> Haley Bieber would. <laughs> Road skincare is just like toxic. It makes your skin melt off. JK, I don't know. I can't speak for it. Never tried it. Mm. I haven't. It made my skin fall. (laughs) Well, now that you've been informed of how America's poisoning us, I guess. Right. Now that your eyes are open, your third eye, like yeah, literally. But I mean, at the end of the day. So much of this stuff is out of your control. And I actually do want to close off this episode by like talking about this real quick. The only things that you should really 
like be stressing over are things that are in your circle of your life Mm -hmm. because like I talked to Walker about this the other day and I have so much anxiety about the world that we live in and I mean it's bad enough just living in it on your own but again when you have a baby it's like I really want to make sure the environment in the world that he lives in is a world that is safe safe, and happy nurturing happy healthy loving every all the above like right and america is just not that especially for kids like (laughs) literally you can't even send them to school without Mm -mm. the thought of maybe them getting shot and killed right which that's a whole other that is that's (laughs) gonna be part two but yeah i um i just want to say that if you can try your absolute best to control what's inside your circle so the food that you do eat Mm -hmm. the the things that you do consume or or watch or whatever it's like try your best to focus on that and let all of the outside world stuff be outside world stuff and that's so hard because i'm like i'm saying this right now but it's something that i'm actively trying my best to do and Mm -hmm. struggling with because of just how much how overwhelming it is sometimes the world that we live in no literally the country that we live in uh, clearly we are not afraid to like talk about crazy things i mean if <laughs> i was about to say next week <laughs> if we don't make it back <laughs> big pharma did it <laughs> i would say that i would never kill myself <laughs> but i already tried that <laughs> um yeah thanks That's for fun. listening i guess we'll see you next time <laughs> see you next week <laughs>